is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What do you got there, Mickey? Cheerios. Cheerio to you. Cheerio. Battle, Battle Creek, <laughs> Michigan. Here we come. Battle Creek, Michigan. Is that where Cheerios are made? I don't know. That's where uh, I think uh, maybe I've got the wrong cereal company. I know Frosted Flakes are made in Battle Creek. Oh, Kellogg's. I'd, Kellogg's. What's, Kellogg's. Cheer, what's cheer, Cheerios? Uh, General Mills. Okay, then okay. that's. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. That's the wrong but, place. Uh, Frosted Flakes. I'm a big Frosted Flakes fan. Battle Creek, Michigan. There Both of those. Cereal of the Dallas Cowboys. There I never, you go. I never know how we're going to open this show. I just never know. It's <laughs> like good. a box of chocolates. It is. You get it a is. bunch of old men sitting around. <laughs> In fact, I was going to go a different direction, and then uh, Mickey said Cheerio. And so yeah. I was going to go with Oh Henry. Oh, Henry. Records wow. are Mills made to be. Minnesota. I'm sorry, Kent Garrison. General Mills is in Minneapolis. All right. Minneapolis. Thank you, Kent. Appreciate that. Very sure good. Kent Garrison. He will be taking your phone calls over the course of the next hour as we are talking Cowboys and talking Eagles. And I mentioned O. Henry because records are made to be broken, but there's one record that will never be broken, but it will be tied. And it was tied last night. How about Tony that? Dorsett. 99 yards and a half. As Dandy Don put it back in 1982, 83, something like that. I believe it was 83. 83. It was January. It was like the first. It was January 2nd, 1983. Sure, the Metrodome was really nice and warm that day. Yep, that's right. Coldest indoor stadium. It's one of those moments. Do you remember where you were when that happened? Monday Monday Night Football. I was a sophomore sophomore at LSU. as in Baton Rouge. Diapers. Oh, I take it. Oh, that's right. Diapers. Yeah. Right. Rob was at diapers. I don't Somewhere. Remember, I don't remember watching it live. I mean, I don't think I remember I saw the game. Is that a bar? <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. With a friend called the Pelicans Wharf or something like that over right off of I 35 over here. Oh, okay. And, uh, right by Don Carter's bowling alley over there. Don I just have Carter. that in my mind. I have that. That's where I was when sure you were. Tony Dorsett. Went 99 yards and a half. Yeah. And I was on the phone last night when Derrick Henry went 99 yards and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, but at least he kind of got touched, right? He kind of did. He kind of, he was a He was bad touching other man. people, yeah, right? He was banging through people. I don't there. think anybody touched Dorsett. Which nah. No, he, I watched it back this morning. He broke three, four tackles. Yeah. And in his, in his own red zone. And then on the straight arm, the, on the sideline got to the right sideline and broke one about the 30 yard line. And Jack Buck, three. they, they replayed it. It was uh, cool last night. Jack Buck uh, did the radio call of that game. Him and Hank Schramm. And I was that would have been, yeah. yeah that been. was great TV last night that they were able to find that video that quickly. You know what? You know how you, I could find that in Mickey, one minute. You, you can. Too. Have you, you ever been on the internet? But with, <laughs> but with Jack Buck at the call. Okay, you watch. I'm going to find that in He's going to YouTube one minute. It. He's going to YouTube it. Okay. It's been on YouTube. That's the have great, ever, the great time machine. Taylor Taylor See, Stern but, made that nickname. But, but I agree with you. But I agree with you. They didn't know Jack Buck made the call with Joe Buck doing the game. 
I bet Joe Buck knew Jack Buck did the game. Hey, he told I him, bet, hey, bet, I bet, go look this up. I bet Joe Buck is aware that Jack Buck did Monday Night Football on the radio during that time. His response didn't sound like <laughs> it. Like, I knew my dad did that. Really? He didn't say that, did he? Yeah. Uh. He said he'd. How old would Joe Buck have been? Not very old then, huh? He's Joe. probably he's probably about 45, 30, uh, 36 Joe, years ago. Look that up, Bill. That's something we can I'm look gonna, up. I bet I can find that he in less 50. than a minute. Joe yeah. Buck's 50? I bet no. he is. Yeah, something like that. He's been doing this a long time, hasn't he? I think he started when he was 10. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seems I, like I, it. Yeah, yeah, I think it was so, all right, 36 yeah. years so ago. So you got uh, – what age you got? I'm going to say Joe Buck was probably – I'd say Joe Buck no, is – what is he now? Oh, I think Joe Buck's probably 43. 43? 48. I'm going to say he was 14 at the time. <laughs> the question is, I'm how make old is you he do, I'm going to make you do the math. It was 36 years look, ago. Look I'm going to say. Kent Garrison pulling off. There he the goes. Yeah, there he goes. Oh, he found it in less than a minute, Mickey, yeah. right there. Kent Garrison yeah. found it. Look at Kent, that master That's archivist. Right. Oh, there you go. Broke a, broke a tackle and right as, there. And uh, as Jack Buck hates the call that he went out, out of bounds. bounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so how? Forty-nine years old. Oh wow! I, I win fifty on April twenty-fifth. You win. I said he was fourteen. <laughs> okay, I thought you were joking. Okay, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Of course Good you job. win, Mickey. Sixty-eight. No. We all win being here with you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so there you go. There to answer right. that the trick question. Right. And if it wasn't for Bill and I, you wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's debatable. Mm, I'm not so mm -hmm. sure about that. Well, the show might be called something yeah. else. Yeah. Here we go again. There yeah. he goes. Good. With 10 men on the field. Yeah. How about that, though? So what happened? Terrible radio right now because Kent Garrison's showing the actual replay of the game. So as the story goes, Ron Springs thought it was a different play, so he subbed out, and they only had 10 guys on the field. Is that correct? Something like that. They sent him. Somebody didn't get the play right, and they sent him off the field. And then they realized, and then Danny White realized that they didn't have enough, and he was getting ready to call timeout, and the clock was going down or whatever, and uh, decided, okay, let's run let's it. Let's just run it anyway. And the lady from the Vikings is not too happy. So it's Cowboys did it again to him. There was yeah. the Hail Mary, and yeah. now 99 yards and a half. Well, what, longest a, what a running. trap block right there, man. Great trap block inside. I got to say, I got to give it to Tony D for – having 10 guys on the field. Yeah. But that run last night. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Stiff arming three dudes on the way to the end zone. That was embarrassing for the Jaguars. Yeah. Mickey's How about right. that Jaguar frauds. defense, Mickey? Yeah. Mickey, they're frauds. Frauds. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what has happened to that team, They've man? lost that eight of the last nine games. That what has happened to that defense? Tom Coughlin. That guy's going to lose his job. Tom Coughlin's your next head coach. Tom's just going to come down. He's already got, you know, it's like they showed him the other day after the win. He's going to coach again? Oh, yeah. He had yep. the he had the. Tom Tom had the military gear on, you know. He was like, you know, he was. You sit up with the uh, the owner, the owner's son in the box, and and he was, you know, he was last week after yeah, the last, beat Indianapolis, Indianapolis six to nothing. But he had on like like he was he had on the coaching gear. Yeah, here it is, Kent Garrison just coming up with it right and left. Here. There you go. There's that. There's one stiff arm. Watch Miles Jack. See you, forty eight. Watch Miles Jack try to make this. Yeah, Miles like, Jack. I got him. I got him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man, yeah, that, that Derrick Henry's just beast. But Derrick Henry hasn't done anything all year, has he? Or in his career? No. Yeah, until I mean, that now. was that was that four was, touchdowns, and they tried to get him the fifth, and they couldn't get in from yeah. the one. Who was my guy? Yeah, the guy got all the sacks against us last year. 
That guy at Atlanta, that's like his Adrian Claiborne. Adrian Claiborne. That's the Adrian Claiborne moment right there. Well, Derrick Henry. You know, but the thing with Derrick Henry is, and he was the second running back taken in that draft. Zeke was first. Now, right. he's not the complete back at all that nope. Zeke is. He can't, uh, and he wasn't used that way at Alabama and hasn't been used that way catching the ball out of the backfield with Tennessee. So we can assume that he yeah. can't do that. Right. But. Uh, you know, if you go back, you go back and look at what he accomplished before Alabama. I mean, oh, there's no question. That's how he got him to Alabama. Exactly. But when you've got a guy with that kind of ability yeah. who's done it before, right? You think, okay, there's a good chance he might be able to do it at this level too. Mm-hmm. And you just wonder. And I don't know if he's had nagging injuries or anything. Why he hasn't been utilized? Yeah. Like he was utilized last night in his career. And now he's more of a straight line. You know, he's a straight oh, line runner. Oh, he's a straight runner. line runner. No question and, about that. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting as you look at the draft and different prospects. Yeah. And I thought Derrick Henry would do something in this league. And he uh, did it one night anyway. One night he did. Yeah. That's for sure. Of course. And he, he's kind of like DeMarco Murray, the way he runs. And that's why they they matched him up with DeMarco Murray sure. initially in his career in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So, so Dorsett still has the longest run in the and he history always with will. 10 guys on the field. Well, and he'll always have the longest run in NFL history. Others can match him, but they can't break it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, All right, what do you got on the Eagles and the Cowboys? Mickey, you got anything from the practice field yesterday? The Eagles are pretty beat up. They had a they lot actually, of DMPs. They, they had now, more than know. a walkthrough yesterday? They yeah. had more than mm-hmm. a walkthrough, and they had six guys that DNP'd, and five of them were starters, I believe. Or maybe all six of them were starters. Uh, all six of them were starters because I thought uh, Avante Maddox was a backup, mm-hmm. but they got him listed as their starting safety. Yeah. So they didn't have him out there, Jason Peters, Jason Mills, Jordan Hicks, Michael Bennett, Timmy Jernigan, who they think was coming back, but evidently not back, and Maddox. So that's six starters, and the majority of them on defense, right? Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of problems in that secondary. Mm-hmm. That, that's a team that doesn't tackle very well. They haven't, they're having trouble covering as well. But, you know, something about this, you know, just kind of digging in a little further about the Eagles. They've lost every game this year when they've had they faced a team that's rushed the ball for more than twenty two times or more in a game. That's interesting. Yeah, they have not won a game, and and and, and really, time of possession is really important to them too. If they have to play more than thirty minutes in a game, they get beat doing that too. So you know, I guess it 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 kind of is hand in hand if your ability to control the football by running it. You know, Dallas I think had twenty eight carries in this in the last time they met, one hundred seventy six yards or so. Yeah, about six one a, a shot. Was that the one fifty one game for Zeke? Yeah, I believe it was. Yes. Yeah, and like he had another thirty six catches yeah. for thirty six. Let me tell yards. you what, if they they you roll that out there again, you know, you got to figure out how you know you got to figure out how to how to beat these guys. I've kind of gone back and forth with this, but I just which okay, do you which defense is better? You know, so somebody's defense is going to have to stand up and probably win this football game. Which one would you trust right now? I'm picking Dallas' I'll defense t- right I'll now. I'll take Cowboy defense, yep. And, and, you know, offensively, we've talked about it this week, Cowboys' offense has been able to move the ball. It's not like it's not like it was earlier in the season where you're thinking, how can they manufacture points? How can they sustain drives? They're sustaining drives. They just got to finish drives. So they, to me, are, are closer to a more complete football team at this point in the season than Philadelphia. But they've got to – 
They've got to put it all together, as we talked about on the mailbag this morning on DallasCowboys.com. Yeah. Check it out. And we talk about time of uh, possession. Um, that's what the Cowboys offense did, even though they didn't punch it in against the Almost Saints. 34 minutes in that game? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about uh, well, against the, the Eagles, against yeah. The Eagles, but yeah. also against the Saints, there was a long, time-consuming yeah. drives yeah. keeping Breeze off the field yeah. last week. Uh, they, I think the Cowboys in that last game, if I'm not mistaken, had two drives that were 75 yards or more. And, and both ended up in touchdowns against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. What is oh? So you know that I mean that that to me, you want to look for you want to look for something to kind of hang your hat on. Find a way to find a way to run that football. I think you're right about the balance, though, Rob. I think they could throw it. It's I tell you where I think the Eagles. Okay, let me ask you this: How do you think the Eagles think that they could beat the Cowboys? Well, they tried to do it the first time by throwing for 350 yards. By the way, yeah, they were, they they couldn't run the ball. I think they had 77 yards or 75 yards on 16 or so carries. But, Probably. They, had, but they had 420 yards total offense. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it coming from that tight end. You know, chunk plays through Zachary. Hey, 145 on him, two touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. They probably look at that and say, we can, we can find a way to win that matchup again this week. But how do the Cowboys counter that? That's the question. See, because this quarterback's not going to be in the same spot every play like yeah. Drew Brees. Mm. He's going to move. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing a lot of that the other night. Rollouts, design stuff. That play action a big s- part of their game. Move in the pocket. Big. He looks more mobile than he's been early in the season. Yeah, he feels confident with that knee yeah. now. Yeah, He's kind of playing reckless. I mean, reckless in a way of he doesn't care. He's throwing his body around, does what he has to do. He's not afraid of the injury. Anymore. No, no, not anymore. But if you're Jim Swartz, what do you do to stop the Cowboys? You're Jim Swartz. You're, sit- you're sitting there, okay, what I'm do I? I'm going to sell out blitzing a heck of a lot. Okay. And take my chances that I can get to Dak before he gets to me. Because if he gets to me, I'm in trouble. Yeah, there you go. That's a good. See, that's, Mickey, you're that's right. good. I wrote, I wrote Cowboys win, Cowboys lose kind of a thing today. It's something, that's exactly what I said, Mickey. I said, you know, he's got to force. He's got to look at teams. He's got to watch that tape and say, what's affected the Cowboys the most? The lack of pass protection. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, when it comes to lack of pass protection, what happens to Dak when he gets hit in the pocket occasionally? Drops the ball. I mean, this team's only created nine turnovers, though, this season. Think about that. Philly? Philly. Philly has only created nine turnovers. But what's the, the they've got to feel like that if they attack the pocket, that they could get one or two turnovers from Dak. Wouldn't that be your plan of attack if you were playing? And it might play? be the best way to yeah, because Zeke. That too, but like you said, sell out, try to get to Dak, because your secondary's been compromised from an injury standpoint eight of 16 on third down against these guys last time really too you know we talked to scott linehan yesterday his weekly meeting with the media and he was asked about the 45 sacks on deck that's the most this season that's by far a career high for him he said kind of what we've said it's not just one thing you can't put it on him holding the ball too long or just the offensive line he said there's been some times where Garrett said that too didn't he yesterday a little bit yeah yeah everybody's got a hand and he said there's times where if you go back and watch Dak's looking to throw to a spot and maybe the receiver he expects to be there is not there. And that's when he starts holding it because he's, you know, he's expecting to to get rid of that thing. Uh, So that's on, you know, that's on the receivers too. So I I don't know. I I heard there's something you can find on Twitter. That's got every single, a stream of every single sack Dak has taken this year, all 45. And you can just kind of watch it decide for yourself. I might go do that. It's a video. Yeah. 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 But is it all 22? Yeah. It's not all 22. See, that's what I'm saying. Well, you can't see the development down the field. Cause, yeah, because that, that's that, part that, of it, and too. That, and that's to Linehan's point. Yeah. Linehan's <laughs> point is that if, if 
if uh, you know if Michael Gallup is supposed to run a dig and gets jammed at the line and can't get there in time, what's Prescott doing? Is he waiting for him to get open? See, that's the one thing that that when you watch Carson Wentz play, he'll hold it and hold it and hold it and hold it until you know he'll let guys. You know, he's got that kind of confidence to stand in there and make that throw. Dak, of course, put it on him. He said, it starts with me. I've got to find a way to get rid of the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, it goes back to what you say, Mick. He falls on the sword every time. I mean, he said it's collective effort, but and some of that is true. Some of that is is having that clock in your head, go off, i got to get rid of it. But I don't think he's the primary culprit of this. I think the other thing is when you blitz him, I, I, and I still don't think the Cowboy receivers do a good enough job of recognizing here comes the blitz. I'm yeah. going to cut my route off. Right. There's too many times their backs are to him. When right. He's got guys coming on him, and yeah. it's like, okay, where am I going to go with the ball? That's a good point. So that's the, I, I, I think if I'm Swartz, yeah, I'm worried about What do you it. have to lose? Yeah, I'm worried about them running the ball. I would be worried, but I'm more worried about them just picking me apart. Throwing the ball. I mean, he, he did. A, I mean, it was great. I mean, eight of sixteen on third downs. That was that was like a miracle for the Cowboys to do that. You know, that first meeting, it was a thirteen thirteen going into the fourth quarter. Going into the fourth yeah. quarter, and the Cowboys put together a seventy five yard nine play drive right. where Zeke touched the ball seven times on that nine play drive. Go. Okay, then so it's twenty to thirteen. Then the Eagles come back. Another yeah. Zach Ertz touchdown. It's right down the field, seventy-four yards and seven plays. It's twenty twenty with seven twenty-seven to play in the game. Cowboys get the ball back, and what do they do on that drive? Drive forever. Yeah, it was completion for seventeen to Schultz, completion to Cooper for twenty-four, Zeke plus two, incomplete. Completion to Hearns for twenty three down to the nine yard yeah. line, and then it was Zeke 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 touchdown. Yeah. So, but so that touchdown drive was a passing. T- I mean, but it was yeah. set up yeah. by the previous drive where there was Zeke Zeke Zeke. We kind of feel like though at that point in time the Eagles secondary was really compromised. They'd lost guys in that late those in latter part of that game, so it turned. And in, they're compromised now. They're compromised now. So. But, I mean, I, I, I'm with Mickey, though. I wrote it that way. If the Eagles are going to win this game, it's going to have to be attacking the pocket. Yeah. It's going to have to be creating turnovers, which they haven't done. But but Dak has shown sometimes when he gets hit in the pocket, ball security has not been a strength. Mm-hmm. You know, Because he's trying to do too much. Yeah. He's trying to break away. Maybe so, yeah. And it'll help if Fulo doesn't get pushed back into him and knock the ball out of his hand. Yeah. We got an old offensive lineman here. Is there an old offensive lineman here? Mickey. Okay. Yeah. No, he was a middle right. linebacker. Is I, there? I centered sometimes. All right. Even at this level, is there a communication between an offensive lineman and a quarterback when a guy gets beat on a pass rush? Oh, yell. Yeah. Yeah. A yell. Yell. A lookout. Oh, block. yell. Yes. Yeah. Yell. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was I was listening to someone yeah. in the last month. I was a, it was an offensive lineman, a current offensive yeah. lineman, talking about that yeah. for another team. You, you, Maybe it, the Rams it's reaction. or somebody. Yeah, and <laughs> and reaction. he was talking about the importance of that. Yeah. That for a quarterback, the the importance is communication. Uh-huh. Than off, and I've never thought of that before because yeah. of a loud stadium and everything. How in the world is yeah. he going to hear an yeah. offensive lineman yeah. telling him to get rid of the ball? What do you but yell? There's a lot of frustration. Look out, that, He said. A lot of times there's a lot of frustration yeah. from offensive linemen because the quarterback is still holding the ball and they're yelling at him to get rid of the yeah. football. Yeah. So. Well, it's your responsibility, A, to block first and right. then yell right. second. So you should be like more worried about 
blocking yeah. than yelling. But no, I mean you you just you could anything, any noise. Uh huh. I, you know, I mean, hey. <laughs> Right, you know, like anything to get him to kind of, you know, uh, to think. hurry up the process. Yeah, hurry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just yell. OS. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Oh, what does that mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna take phone calls here on Talking OS. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> that could be an adventure, and it's coming up next here on Talking Cowboys. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Nestle the boys in Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. What? Carry on. Yeah. Mickey Mickey chooses these, not 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 me. They're feature packed and they feel amazing. And if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear. They're free guarantee. Plus, shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at Tommyjohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's Tommyjohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Nestle up, Brian. Nestle up. Nestle up. No Jack Black yet. Hmm. Oh, good. So we have that to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Ever dream of becoming a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, Mickey? All the time. Oh, Mickey, yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, now's your chance. Auditions for the 2019 squad are May 18th. (laughs) No, no, go, Bill. Keep going. I'm trying to picture Mickey. Try it out. Keep going. I'm not trying to picture that. (laughs) Keep going. Get ready for auditions by signing up for prep classes now. Classes are taught by master instructors and DCC group leaders and will introduce you to choreography and techniques. Sign up for a prep class and auditions now at DallasCowboys.com slash cheerleaders. Maybe, Mickey, you could do one of the prep classes and see if you qualify. 
Yes. I guarantee I you I would you do don't. a better job than oh, those two 60-year-old ladies that Mickey. tried it about three years ago. <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> Mickey. They were 60. Mickey. Stop it. And Mickey, Stop of course. behind. Oh, God. <laughs> Mickey, of course, you've been a judge for the cheerleader tryouts for yes. how long now? Very, uh, probably 10 years. Yeah. yeah. So, a lot of pressure, huh? It is. I would be a judge if Mickey tried out. Oh, I would Which be a is, judge, too. Uh-huh. If you're 60 years old, you don't want me to be your judge, okay? <laughs> Obviously. Oh, All right, Bill. It's funny. What do we got? God, this guy is just, you just say whatever's on your mind. The filter is gone, right? Uh-huh. It's just gone. Well, that's, the that's, reason they tried out was to get attention. That's what happens when you hit 60. Apparently. Is that what we have yeah. to look forward to? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five more years, Brian. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Or is it 65. Probably six. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cowboys, Eagles. We talked about uh, some of the keys there as far as uh, what the Cowboys need to do yeah. offensively. Defensively against the Eagles. What will be the key? Got to be something that happened that secondary, don't you think? Well, we've. I mean, I hate to be repetitive, but Zach Ertz, when you catch 14 of 16 targets and you tie the game twice in the fourth quarter, second half, he's, Maybe a, cover he's, him. he's a problem. He's a problem because I don't know if they have one guy that can just, hey, go stick this guy for four. See, that's, you know, Mickey had a good plan. He, he told you that they played some zone. It did really didn't work out great. Out of the 16 targets he had, had nine that were zone plays. I'm taking my chances and trying to play man coverage against him. I'm not. I am not letting him. I, and again, I've I've talked about ideas. Do you do you put Byron Jones over there for one or two snaps? Do you, do you try and mix it up? I think that's what you have to think about doing in this game. You can't just say, "Okay, Jeff Heath, you've got him this whole game," but somebody has got to try and deny him the football. It, you know, he can if he can have four catches, five catches, great. Just as long as no kid. 14 catches could kill you in this game. You know, that's, that's, the, that's what I worry about is, you know, all of a sudden they get into a mode where, you know, you, you don't have an answer for him. And now it's, it's, he's converting third downs and he's converting, you know, first downs. He's getting nine yards on first down to make it second and one. You know, those are the things I'm worried about in this game. Yep. And I, and I think you're right about that, Rob. I, I really do. And I, I hope they have – not hope. I I know they have a plan. I just I I don't know if the plan is mix it up or just go with Heath. I would mix it up as as much as I could. Well, he, I mean, it's just a matchup problem for anybody he plays because he's he's too quick for linebackers. He's he's big and physical against safeties and corners. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's kind of what Jason Witten was in his prime, you know. And and again, like, I think you're right. I think you got to throw different things at him probably to try to. You know, well, you got it. I don't. I don't want to give Carson Wentz a look at. Okay, this is what it's going to be every single time. And that's why it was explained to me that you mix in some zone to change the look for the quarterback, right? Not to change the look for yeah. the coverage, yeah. Is to change the or for the receiver, but change the look for the quarterback, hoping that maybe the zone will confuse him, or you hide the fact that it's zone or man to man. They got him in the zone on the interception. You know, on Van Der Esch's interception, that was a drop. I mean that was a drop, straight drop, and then a, and then an angle by Vanderesh, and Carson Wentz didn't see him. Mm-hmm. So there's your zone, but man, I mean there's just that guy running in zones just scares me because he has such a feel for where to sit, especially if you don't have Sean Lee out there. Yeah, 
Speaking of that, did you see halftime of the uh, broadcast last night, the telecast last night? No, I didn't. Rob, were you watching? And okay, they've got the All Star, the Hall of Fame cast on the halftime show. Did the guy they, miss they don't have name? They don't have Menifee on there, and I, I bet Kurt is just livid that he's not a part of that on it, Thursday nights. Michael Strahan's hosting. Stray, right? It's Strahan yeah. and Bradshaw and, Bradshaw and Howie, Howie Long. Long. Yeah. Okay. And so at the end of their halftime segment last night, they said that uh, it was just a quick little blurb, Bradshaw and Howie talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles, and that they get – and one of them said, and they get Sean Lee back, and he'll be starting against the Eagles on Sunday. Yeah. And that, I'm sitting there going, Menifee would have yeah, talked correct. of that. Yeah. You know? it, yeah. That's what happens when you get the Hall of Fame cast of characters on the – on their be- and, yeah, and, and yeah. someone and he fed them bad information. Exactly. And right. I, I love the Fox pregame more than anything. and and they saw the quote but from Jerry is all that all it was. They saw the quote yeah. from Jerry that Sean Lee's going to start when he comes back, but they didn't go so far as to research that or even keep up to date. So I immediately tweeted that in contrast to what you just heard on television, Sean yeah. Lee didn't practice for the second straight day yeah. today. A lot of times national stuff, it's very high level. Right analysis because right. they've got so that was a little pet peeve i just threw out there i can't watch the halftime show because you're getting on a thursday, hot dog on thursday, thursday night, night. Oh. no it's unwatchable oh, oh. yeah oh yeah. unwatchable because i just i, just, I, I don't like it yeah they're, they're it's show business it's not football yeah hmm. they're trying to entertain joe Schmo walking down the street in new york city right right they don't care about us right and so information gets lost but so anyway, go ahead. I think Rob, you were making a point on. I was not. Okay, I was. Just telling, you finished your point. Yes. Done. Okay. Done. And we all agree with him. That's right. But Vander Esch, all right. How about Golden Tate? See that. And, and so what's go? What? Yeah, this is uh, what's happened now with Golden Tate in this, their offense here in the last month? Because it was his first game with the Eagles yeah. when the Cowboys played him the first time. Still looking for Golden Tate to be. Now he had some production this past week against the Redskins. Yeah, had a little production, but uh, you know, but before that, I mean, it hasn't been like Amari Cooper. You know, Amari Cooper's come in here and kind of taken the world by storm. You know, when you look at what offensively what he's been able to do, but I. I yeah, I think you have to worry. I, I, you know, but they, you know, they've got other, they've got other things too. I mean, that's you know, with with Jeffrey and Matthews and and you know with and I, and it's coming to my, I can't believe Nelson Aguilar. I mean, these are guys you have to worry about. This this is a group that you know. Last week when we were sitting here talking about the Saints, we were talking about Michael Thomas, right? Yep. Talking about Michael Thomas, and we we're like amazed that the Saints move the ball as well as they do with what they have. I mean. There's, I mean, they don't have receivers. This, this, Camara is your second. Yeah, this crew there. right here, they have receivers. Yep. And then kick the tight end in there, and now they really got some receivers. Dallas Goddard too. Yeah, but but the, the what what they're going to have to do is gonna, Dallas is going to have to be able to match them. And do you have enough guys? Do you feel like you have enough? Do you feel like that? What what you've seen from Jordan Lewis, and what you've seen now from Anthony Brown, and what you've seen from Awuzie, and what you've seen from you know, from uh, from Byron Jones. Do you feel like you got enough guys to match what they're trying to do? Well, I go back to something you or Mickey said earlier in the week. I feel better about it also because of the pressure you're getting from your defensive line, especially those guys, just that platoon in the middle. Yeah. Woods, the human log. Yeah. Uh, Tyrone Crawford doing whatever's asked of him. Um, 
obviously Demarcus Lawrence, just they've got guys that are providing pressure there up front and and tank is the key, but that that helps the back end. I mean, they're they're getting a lot of contributions from guys as part of Marinelli's rotation. It's been it, that's that helps balance things out. But it's a good it's a great question because you kind of put it on par with maybe the Atlanta game in terms of the number of weapons that you have to defend in the passing game. It's a lot of different guys for sure. Well, you know what Marinelli's answer to that question was? You better stop the run. Yeah. Because if they get that going, then you're big trouble. Yeah, yeah big play-action team. He's right about that. And, and that's been like, huge for the Cowboys yeah. is the, the yeah. ability to stop the run. It looks later. like, too, and it looks like the Eagles have gone with Josh Adams as right. the guy. That's been their primary runner. And we all – I mean, if you've you've seen Josh Adams, we've all you know he's a big lumbery guy. That's you know he's but he's got some he's got the ability to run away from you too. I saw that at Notre Dame. He had he had the knee problem, and that's why a lot of scouts got turned off by him. But you know he he's a physical. The Cowboys did a great job of playing against the run last time. These Although guys. Josh Adams had seven carries for forty seven yards against yeah, him. Yeah. Now, Clement had yeah. five for 13. Yeah, there you go. But you know what? A lot of that They were is... behind, too, in that game. Well, right. one, of those, helped. one of those Josh Adams runs was for 29 yards. That's what I yeah. figured. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so that was six for 18 otherwise, three yeah. yards to carry. Yeah. yeah, one big chunk play. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that running stuff is with the quarterback's hocus-pocus with the ball. Yeah, he's good at that. No you question. Know, it, it, it's pretty deceptive back there, and he, he hides it awfully well. Yeah, and he'll pull it down and run out, or he'll you know hand it off, and it looks like he's still running with the ball. That that's the part that I think scares me the most. Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott both drafted in 2016. Who's had the better career so far? Mm. Both of them been both of them were have been considered MVP type players I'd, in their career. I'd put it about even, about even, maybe with a little edge to Dak because his team's winning the division right now, but. You've got Prescott. You think so? Prescott. I agree. Prescott. Very close because both guys have had a magical season, one, and then have kind of had to gather things and write the ship the year after. Who's been the most consistent? I mean, that kid kid turned over the ball a ton his first year, and he's righted ship, and they, they were on a hell of a run. I've got some numbers for you. Yeah. Okay. Prescott, one loss record. Dak. 29 and 15. Right. Carson Wentz, 23 and 16. Okay. Missed a lot of the season, though, right? So, the, or missed, no, not, he uh, got uh, hit or uh, hurt at the yeah, end. Yeah. Missed three games or so, right? At the end. Yeah, it was like two games at yeah, the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, these are their career numbers. Completion percentage, Dak 65.7, Wentz 63.6. Yards per attempt, Dak 7.4, Wentz 7.0. Touchdowns to interceptions. Dak, 59 touchdowns, 22 picks. Wentz, 67 touchdowns, 28 picks. So Wentz has, what is it, eight more touchdowns, but six more picks than what Dak has. Quarterback rating, 95.5 for Prescott, 91.8 for Wentz. Dak has seven comeback wins, 12 game-winning drives. Wentz, four comebacks, four game-winning drives. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. There's some numbers. I mean, there's just numbers, but I mean, I I think that both organizations are very happy that they have the guys they have. But yeah, I, I don't think it's especially where you got Dak. Yeah, especially around. Yeah, where you got him, absolutely. And for what you're paying him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's a stat. One more stat. 
Tom Brady is the only quarterback with more wins than Dak Prescott since 2016. I, I know Mickey thinks Brady's overrated. I heard that. 32 to 29. I mean, the guys won a lot of football games, you know? Hadn't been perfect, no question about that. Yeah. By the way, I mean, we've talked about the sacks on him. You know what his numbers are during this four-game winning streak, despite the pass protection not being what they want it to be? About 73%. 75. Completing his percentage? Yeah. 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 Four touchdowns, no picks. I and mean, his quarterback is, rating is 107.2. He has really elevated his When he game. doesn't turn the ball over, they win. That's, that's the bottom line. Yeah. He finds a way to win games when he doesn't turn it over. And that's, that's the thing that worries me in this game, that if you do have a breakdown of Suofilo, you know, or, or Lyle Collins has a breakdown, you know, or Joe Looney gets beat up the field right in the face. That, that's the thing that scares me. That, Cowboys offense doesn't scare me other than that. Scare me as far as because what they have with Amari Cooper now and their ability to run the football, you know, or throw it to Zeke. He's had no picks. Yeah. Four touchdowns, no picks. Um, Brian, where are we on Connor Williams right now? He's healthy. Right. He's not on the injury report. No, no he's healthy. And, he's you know, a jumbo blocker for yeah, you. Yeah, what, they, what they've done with him now is that, you know, now the other day um, – he got more work because of they were resting Suofilo a little bit. But, you know, we asked Coach in the walk-off. He's, he's not making a change there. He's going with Suofilo and, you know, and, and but Connor Williams is working both at the left guard. He's working at the right guard. He's actually, someone told me, he's getting some work as a, a tackle on the scout team. So they're trying to, you know, I mean, now scout team, you have to fill in and do some things. But, you know, he's at least getting some opportunities to take some snaps there too. What do you think is his best position, Connor Williams' best position long-term in this league? It's going to sound crazy. I, I think he might be a center. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Why? That's interesting. Yeah. Why? It's so funny. I watched him, how athletic he is and the way he bends and how flexible he is and how he could get to a second level. I watched the Saints' offensive line coach work him out as a, as a center, and I'm thinking – this ought to be interesting. And the just the movement, the snap, the step, the body positioning, you know, not having to be overly powerful, but but able to like, you know, get to second levels like I was talking about. Center might be his that, best. That's his exactly best. why I asked the question. I thought the yeah. same thing that maybe center might be his best position. Plus now, he's pretty sharp. Yeah, no, he that he is. I mean, that's that's the thing that I think if if We'll see. We'll know if he if he adds weight. If he goes from say two ninety six or three hundred, whatever he is, and gets to three twelve in the off season, then you know you, you could say okay, keep him at guard. But the fact, I, you know, it, it sounds. I'm hearing very positive things. I don't know if you guys are as well. Very positive things about Travis Frederick yeah. coming back next year. Right. And I was thinking, if you didn't have a center, if Travis Frederick was like long road to hoe. You know, I think I said that right. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, no, right. That's right. Okay, long road to hoe there, and you know, he. I don't know. I, I don't feel good. I, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be trouble. And you're thinking, okay, do I have to draft a center, or do I have to? Do I have to get? You know, do I have to get, pick a center in the second round here? You know, to, because, you know, that's kind of where. And I was thinking, well, maybe you could play Connor Williams at center if Travis Frederick couldn't. I I would work with I would work with him as this, I would play him some at center. I just, would. I would just to there's cross a train him as much as anything. There's you know? a good possibility that Joe Looney, and this is going to sound crazy again, Joe Looney has played to a level where somebody will, could, could potentially give him an offer that the Cowboys can't match. 
That would be after next year. Well, yeah, after uh, yeah. he's got one more year, he's right? Got one more year. Okay. One more year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I but, mean, because you think about what they've invested in their offensive yeah. line to this point already. Yeah, exactly. He's been such a valuable. Part so of Joe what Looney's got. He's yeah. got nineteen under year. contract. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Bad thought there. I've been thinking no, all but, along that he was uh, he was not under contract next year. Yeah. That's bad thought on my part. But yeah, I just kind of feel like that. Connor Williams to me is a guy that just that he looks like a center to me. You know, if he you does. look at if you look at the way he's and, built. And, 300 pounds, yeah. you, normally if you're 300 pounds in this league, yeah. you're playing as an offensive lineman, you're playing center and not right. guard or tackle. 310, don't, don't chip him. Okay. Is he 310 now? Is he up to 310? Uh, you got okay. the combine. But you know, the other thing, the other thing is he, he's still 21 years old. That's exactly right. I think right. he's that's, 21. Yep. They so. cite Tyron. How young was Tyron when he 20? 20. And, and he needed a year in the offseason program. He put on weight. He put on strength. And they think he, this this young guy can do the same. That's thing. That, if, so. if if he if he if he takes the Tyron Smith career path, then you're thinking, okay, keep him at guard. But I I would kind of try him at center too, just to see, you know, just to let, give the position flexibility. Also, let's be a little bit honest here too. You know, Travis Frederick is a really 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 super sharp guy. You know, Travis Frederick to me seems like a guy that I'm going to do this for a couple more years. You know, got. Take my money, do things, you know. He's got other things in life I think he wants to do, you know. Some of these offensive linemen are that way. They, they get a plan in their head. They're like, okay, I'm going to play, you know, six, seven, eight, ten years, and then I'm going to go do something else with my life, you know. I mean, it, it, at least it would protect you that way if, you know. I, I, I definitely would try him, though, this summer, you know, in training camp, maybe a preseason game or two. I'd definitely try him and see, you know, if he, hey, as a backup, that's not a bad idea. Bet he's three fifteen easy, maybe three twenty by time they yep, start the season. If that's far here. from if the that, finished product, if that's it, then by all means keep him right where he is, and he'll be infinitely more stronger. Yep. I just don't think they're going to move Collins though. I don't think they're just going to. I mean, people want to say, "Oh, put him out, tackle, move Collins inside." I don't think that's going to happen. Well, just like they talk about Zach Martin could be a, an emergency center, mm-hmm. it would be it would be great to have another in, interior offensive lineman who has the ability to play center. Yeah, how about if, an in case something happens. Tackle. You're all, he's that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, that. How about play all well, five positions? Right, yeah. How about having Connor Williams kind of be yeah. the poor man's Zach Martin, where yeah. he could play fill in at any position, but yeah. you got to figure out where he's going to. You know, I don't know if it's going to cha- have have a loss or two to change things. I know Mickey was asking about. I would put Connor Williams back in there. I think I'm quoting you right there, Mickey. Am I? I did say it. Yeah. So you know, but. I think that to me, these coaches are going to continue to roll with Suofilo until they feel like okay, it's not, it's not working. Where Mickey saw some slippage last week, and then it turns into some more slippage, and then another. You know, you hope it's not too late at that point in time. But I, I think we're closer to Connor Williams coming back, oh, than we are Suofilo keeping on playing. You've got him in your hip pocket, and he started how many games before this? change was made after the knee scope this so is Suofilo's fifth start yeah so you've got a guy that started a lot of game more games than the guy starting for you now who's ready you know if you if you needed to make a change we'll see uh they did it does sound like Suofilo's moving around better this week and I think that was I, I hear you Mickey respect your opinion but I, I think that was a huge factor in the vast difference in his play against the Saints yep. if you see more slippage though you know if you see sure. if you yeah. see you know you're better off going with the guy that you're thinking, okay, this is the future guy. This is, you know, this is my guy. You know? And he is still the future, no question about that. He still is the future, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you want to get him those opportunities if you can. You're starting to get the feeling that they're going to have to go another week without Tyron? 
Unless you know something I don't know. I mean, it was I, limited again yesterday. Yeah. I, I just feel like that we're closer to that one being okay. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I mean, trust me, Mickey, if, the, if there's something you're... No, I, I, I don't. I just... I mean, I, I, I've got, he finally I've, was working when they do those skeleton things yeah. before practice with the first team. I, I asked, I asked somebody about this, and they, you know, if you have, if you practice six plays, he was getting four of them. That's kind of where, but you never know. He'll he could wake up Sunday See, morning and yeah, Sunday morning, and the next thing you know, we all look like, or I look like an idiot for saying, oh no, Tyron Smith's back. But you know, I, it's just, it, it's something that you know, if you just go on practice or what people are saying about practice. I think him having to, if he goes today, I think I would feel a lot more better about that. But I kind of also feel like you're you're, you're hiding something. From no, me. I'm not. I'm not at all. I okay. just I was just wondering. That's all right, all. we're gonna take a break. We got Ray in Fort Worth still to come, and Ooh. we've got our picks for Cowboys Eagles coming up next here on Talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a. Hi thing then cutting the cord is scary but then i found out i could switch to direct tv now and still get the live sports i love no satellite needed no bulky hardware no annual contract just get the live sports you love try direct tv now for ten dollars a month for three months visit directtvnow.com direct tv now more for your thing that's our thing use code real deal limited time price for a little, little package after three months use monthly at full price currently minimum forty dollars unless canceled prices may change new subscribers only cancel anytime content varies by package and may be limited restrictions apply it's time for tailgating with the otterbox boys the otterbox that builds those those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yup, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper... It's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. I know it. I know it. Hey, do you guys know about Jack Black? Jack Black is the official skincare company of the Dallas Cowboys. And if you want a deal, you get those JB4 fades. Mm. And to do that, you go on (laughs) getjackblack.com. 
Cowboys.com and you use the code Cowboys and you'll get that for 10 bucks with guess what? Free shipping. Who gives free shipping? Get Jack Jack Black Black does. Yeah, absolutely. Very good, Mickey. How about that? That was great. What do you got? Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. One-day camps available for both Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy at the Star in Frisco. Spots are limited, so register today at dallascowboys.com slash academy. By the way, here at the Star this weekend, it's a big high school football weekend. That's why I got my Carol Dragon cap on. Who do we got tonight? Dragons. They play... They play Saturday afternoon oh. at 4.30. Oh. They're, I can't remember who plays tonight, but there is football tonight. There might even be a doubleheader. Well, who does Carroll play? Carroll plays Duncanville. Ooh. Is that the 4.30 huge game. game? It is the marquee matchup of the weekend. But there's a good one at Two unbeatens. Two, right? uh, one, Park, 1 o'clock, Highland, Highland Park. Park plays Tyler John Tyler. Mm. That's a good one. Yep, that's a good one. Earl Campbell and available for that one? I'm not, I don't think he'll be available <laughs> oh. to play, but he oh. may be there. Who right. knows? And uh, then it is Southlake Carroll in Duncanville at 4.30, followed by Denton Ryan, which has a very good team against Birdville in the nightcap at 8 o'clock. Oh. Triple header tomorrow. Man, that's so. – I mean, Do you got to cover them all? I'm not covering them. I'm just going. You're just going? I might catch yeah. co- the afternoon well, game. You and I have got Star Sports Tour. So when I finish, I'll just yeah. go over there and watch. What time is your deal? 115 to yeah. 145, 2 yeah. o'clock. Oh, okay, so Highland Park will be playing then. And, and uh, Chad Morris's son, Chandler Morris, is a junior quarterback for Highland Park. Right. Taken, the Arkansas taken up coach, right? where, yep, the Arkansas coach taken up where current Arkansas Razorback John Stephen Jones left off the last couple of years leading Highland Park to state championships. So anyway, and I can watch maybe the first quarter, maybe the half of that. We got Army Navy game. tomorrow too. Yep, Army Navy. Yeah, tomorrow also. I know where I'm parked. Yep, I love Army Navy. I really do. I hope it snows again. You know, yeah, that even... game a couple times was in Philadelphia when we were in Philadelphia for a Sunday Cowboys game, but we Should've never gone. got there early enough to oh. go to it. What you got to do is, you, I know, you, uh, me personally, I would have flown early. Yeah. Gone. If, oh. I did, if I'd known I had a and place I didn't to stay. Understand it yeah, really. yeah it, it, it's, it's one of those things like you should have to go to a November game at Lambeau Field yeah, as a bucket list thing. You should have to go to an Army-Navy game. Who are you picking? So, I, I tell you what, man. Army has been impressive. I think I'm going to have to go with Army. Army. Any team that can take one of the final four teams to overtime. <laughs> Army, <laughs> which has, Army did against and, and, Oklahoma and it's, this year. It's great, but it, there's so much. There's so much on the line for those teams, mm-hmm. and it and it, you, ne- I mean, you just never know. I mean, there's so much history between the two. My we, sister's making me mad now. She's texting me from Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They oh, decided really? it was a bucket list thing. Got to go oh, to Army so they're Navy. There. Yeah, they're absolutely. Going to the game tomorrow. Absolutely go to Army right. Navy game. Yeah, if you can do that. You know, the first time I uh, was in Philadelphia when that game was being played, they, were still, Congress? they were still being <laughs> – the game was still being played at uh, – Franklin Field? Franklin Field. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I remember correctly – it, Franklin Field was close to the vet, wasn't it? Yes, not too far away. And I remember one year we had to, our parking pass, mm-hmm. media parking pass, mm-hmm. was at Franklin Field. Oh, wow. We had to walk. But I remember seeing it in the, the whole scene there Such when we were in Philadelphia. Media. And That's it's right. a, a 2 o'clock kickoff yeah. tomorrow, Dallas time. Go for that. Watch Army 9-2 and two on the season, yeah. Navy just three and nine. Okay, whose army lost to? Yeah, the, the, the Oklahoma was one of them. 
Yep, in overtime. And they might have lost. They went and went on a West Did they lose to – they lost a, maybe a West Coast game or something like that? that they they maybe played Notre Dame. Story. They lost the first game of the year yeah. to Duke. 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 Yeah. Yep. Anyway. This is this is switched because usually Navy. Yeah, that's right. Here for years, Navy. Or Ray's waiting, and we're having Army Navy talk. Go ahead. Okay, Ray in <laughs> Fort Worth. You're next up on Talking Cowboys. Ray. Hey, how you doing, guys? Right. Um, couple of points. I thought I think you're on to something about Connor Williams as center. I thought coming out he'd be better center than a guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought he'd be a, more like a of an all-pro kind of center if okay. you put him there. Mm-hmm. He's just not strong enough and ready now. I'd leave Sewell Fielder in there right now because too many times you've seen him get stood up or pushed back. You go back to the Cincinnati game in, in preseason, and they constantly, whoever they put over, they just drove him back. And regardless of this game, this is a team we, we finally get a chance to put this that horrible team and their 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 ridiculous fans and send them packing. We just t- kick their ass and send them back home. Go Navy! Army. All right. Right. Wow. Thought we had Ray. He's a Navy fan. Yeah. For a I second. Thought was, I thought he was talking about the Cowboys there for a minute. <laughs> was he talking about Army Navy? I think sent he that, sent that team packing. It, I think he mixed metaphors there. I think it was just the reference to Army Navy at the very end. Yes. I think he was talking okay. Eagles. I, was, and oh, I then thought he was Cowboys. Yeah. No, he was talking Cowboys Eagles. And then at okay. the very end, he. Threw in go the Navy. Go Navy. I don't yeah. think the fans of either of the institutions are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. God, I hate those Navy fans. <laughs> actually, actually, the, those 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 kids that walk on that field are trained to die before they lose. <laughs> that makes them special in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's go around the horn. We got picks. Okay, who's going first? I'll go first. Brian's going first yeah. with his I've gone, pick to win and pick to click. I've gone back and forth on this game. I really have. And I feel like, though, that the Cowboys are better equipped defensively to handle what Philadelphia is going to throw at them, though. It's going to be a tough game. Which team stands up defensively? But I think Dallas is better equipped. I like Dallas's ability to run the football in this game. I really, really do. I think the fact that they've got some things on the outside that they've been able to do, but running the football is going to be the way to win this game. We talked about the Eagles have lost twenty or have lost every game this season when they've given up twenty two rushing twenty two rushes or more. I think the Cowboys just I think the Cowboys get that number and more. And so I think that'll put the Eagles in a world of hurt. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys in this one. I think they're gonna get I think they're gonna get uh twenty four points. I think the Eagles are gonna get sixteen. I think Dallas will be able to hold them in check. So twenty four sixteen, Cowboys, and this will end the Philadelphia Eagles season. And uh, you have a pick to click. Jeff Heath. Need Jeff Heath. It's my pick to click. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, how about this? I'll go for no, this. No, you can go with him. No, no, how, how about this? How about how about this? Let's go with uh let's go with Suofilo then. I'll go with that because they're gonna have to be able to run the football. And I need him I need that I need the physicality inside. I need those three inside guys to be really physical to match what the what the uh the Eagles are gonna go. So Give me the three inside with Suofilo being the focus there. Okay, Rob. Before Mark Sanchez went in with all the Washington injuries, uh, the Eagles had given up 400-plus yards in their three previous games, including the Cowboys in that first meeting. Did a better job against Washington, but there are plays to be made against Philly's defense. Cowboys have shown they can move the football. They've just got to finish drives. I've got the Cowboys in 30-20 to 20 over Philadelphia. And pick the click. How about Michael Gallup? 
He's been close two games in a row, potential deep touchdowns. We've talked a lot about Amari, but this is a young guy who's getting open, too, on the other side. This is amazing because he was my second pick to click, Michael Gallup. All right, Mickey. Um, You should go first, Bill. (laughs) Yeah, you should have. Could have got what you wanted. I've got 24-23 Cowboys. I think this is the Eagles' last stand, and I think they're going to be pretty tough to take out. Mm-hmm. And He's hedging of loss here. Yeah. And my pick to click is... Woo! That was a wolf yell, I think. <laughs> Ric Flair? A, what you, is there a Razorback on the team? Sound I like didn't say ooh-wee. The owner. So, <laughs> woo! And I should have I should have uh, trademarked LVE because now everybody's using it. Oh, is there something wrong with that? Yeah, because I said it first. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay. Oh, so that was a wolf call. It's a Chicago wolf call. Come on, (laughs) work with me. Yeah, I'm going 30 to 16 Cowboys. Mm. It'll open up a close game in the fourth quarter. Much like they did last time where they came alive in the fourth quarter. Well, they got to finish of these guys off. It's going to be a 16-16 game headed to the fourth, and it's going to be all Cowboys in the fourth. And Jeff Heath will get a pick. There you go. And he's my pick right. to click. All right. All right. That does it for Talking Cowboys. We will talk at you. Now, what are you doing on Sunday, Brian? Sunday, you've got Sunday, you're going pregame at what pre- time? Pre-game, I don't know what time. What time's the game? Three. We usually go like two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah. So great roll. Okay. I'm two forty. All right, Rob, you gonna do anything? I'll be there on the sideline. Pre-game. There you go. Two hits. All right, yeah. two hits on the sideline, and we'll talk at you Monday morning. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?